love Brother and Sister Daniels. Uh, they're, they're our elders, praise God, in this group. And uh, we, we love them very, very, very much. And speaking of cruises, had the great uh, opportunity to be on a cruise with them this year. Spent a little time with them. And we enjoyed that so much, getting to be with them. And we love these folks. Uh, some of my first revivals I ever preached. I preached in Graham, Texas. Daniels was pastoring there, and then preached for him in Glen Rose, he was pastoring in Glen Rose, Texas, and then I've been to Atoka, preached for him in Atoka, and uh, we love, love brother and sister Daniels very, very much, these are special folks, they've preached here, and uh, preached us a revival here, of course they've preached at Swordcombe, but we love them. I want him to come, and I don't know if Sister Daniels feels like singing. I don't know what, what they feel like they can do, but they, they really ought to put out an album sometime, too. I mean, you know, not just write a book. Give us some music to listen to. Well, praise God. It's hard to find good apostolic music these days. Now, we can find music that's got apostolic and title somewhere, but I'm talking about good apostolic music, you know, you understand, and, uh, but anyhow, we love Brother Sister Daniels, I want him to come this morning, I want him to take his liberty, preach to us, praise God, again, there's no fetters on this pulpit, whatever you feel on your heart, we want you just to take your liberty today, we love you dearly, God bless you, amen, so glad you're Well, praise the Lord, everybody. Amen. You know, there's a good thing about being amongst the first. Because once we're done, then we can enjoy the rest of the conference. We won't be nervous <laughs> and wondering what it's going to be like. So, you know, we, we're kind of privileged along those lines. So, it's so good to be here with Brother and Sister Riggin, this church and this conference. We have some priorities that, and this is one of our great priorities, is to be at this meeting. And uh, I know it's been mentioned a bunch of times. Uh, we come together, brethren, that we're out of Balt Springs uh, Church. And uh, I guess he said it already, call me the elder. I'm a, I guess I'm the oldest one amongst them. Remember, I was there when we came there, and we were there when Elder Brother Davis first came came to that church. And we were in need of a man of God. And at that time, I, I couldn't even begin to tell you the chaos and confusion that was going on. I'll never forget the words of a man is not among us anymore. Brother Glenn Conkle, he called me as soon as they had had a vote, and he said, we found the man found the man and I thank God they found the man you know and of course I, I uh, greatly miss brother Robert Davis uh, there's a huge huge hole uh, among us and uh, love brother and sister Davis very much and all of these brethren and some of our friends 
that are here today. Uh, Brother Mays back there, uh, good friends, and uh, you know, just it's just good to be here uh, in the house of the Lord. And thank you, Brother Riggins, for the awesome room. Thank you for that big old basket, which is. I guess my wife must have got to your wife before we got that basket because it didn't have quite as many goodies in there. There was apples and fruit and stuff like that. Uh, yeah, she uh, she she bombed that out, but it was still a great basket. Yeah, and we ended up giving a lot of the goodies that was in there that we're trying not to partake of. We gave our dear sister Collins that's here with us today, and by the way. I am so thrilled that my wife is able uh, to be here with me in this meeting. We both need it, and uh, I'll be honest with you, we need this meeting. We need to hear the preaching and uh, the fellowship and all that goes along with it. appreciate everything that you've done. You've made it awesome, as always. Praise God. We've heard great preaching already. Told some of them yesterday I could just go on home uh, and uh, feel, you know, like we've really heard from the Lord already. But if God will help me today, I want to deliver to you what I feel like on my heart this morning, and won't uh, take me too long to get this this done. I'm just thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be among men that believe something, you know. Because uh, it's getting scarce, believe it or not. Uh, and so many are turning from the things that we have learned and been taught and have preached for a long time, many years. And uh, it's, it disturbs me. And uh, I worry about, you know, what are we coming to? And uh, I'm not the judge. I'm not trying to be a judge. I'm just saying there's things that concern me very much, very deeply. And uh, I see things happening that I don't like. I, I see things happening that I don't understand. But I know one thing. You've got to better, better have a made-up mind that you're going to make it to heaven. We're going to make it and be saved. That's the main thing. Praise God and keep our focus on the main thing. Amen. And uh, so by the help and the grace of the Lord, I know I'm standing between you and this afternoon. Uh, if you'll just bear with me. Uh, I won't just read to begin with. I just want to read uh, one scripture found in the book of Isaiah chapter 14. Isaiah chapter 14, and uh, we'll start reading at verse number 12, 14 and 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou cast down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? For thou hast said in thine heart, I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the midst of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will be like the Most High. 
Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell to the sides of the pit. They that, that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee, saying, Is this the man that made the earth to tremble, that did shake kingdoms, that made the world as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof, that opened not the house of his prisoners? Is this the man? Is this what it was? Is this the one that did all of this? And, uh, you know, I think Isaiah had an insight here. He, he was looking at it and he's saying, you know, we're, I think we give, sometimes we give the devil too much credit. I think we talk about him maybe too much. Amen. And we've heard good preaching. I, I, I know that Brother McFall was right on target. You know, we don't want to forget the open gate. And Brother Newlish, you did an awesome job telling us to strengthen the things that remain. And uh, so uh, I want to preach to the, the next few minutes here about this. I have a message today for the devil. The devil can't win. I said the devil can't win. I don't care what he does. He can't win. In fact, he's already defeated. He's a defeated foe. Praise God. He's never been triumphant. He was kicked out of the place when he had it made. Amen. He was one of the highest angels, but he got pride. Pride's killing a lot of people today. Oh, let me tell you. I just want the message to ring in his ears and in all of our ears. The devil cannot win. Amen. We are going to be victorious. Come on, folks. We done read the back of the book. Come on. We know that we're going to stick with Jesus and he's going to be triumphant. And if I stay with him, we're going to all be there to be a part of that triumph. Amen. Oh, let's pray right now. Lord, I thank you for the Word of God. I thank you for the house of God. I thank you for this meeting. I thank you for what we've already heard. Help me, Lord, to preach your Word today. Give us ears to hear it, hearts to receive it. And we'll give you the praise, Lord, in Jesus' name. And everybody said in Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Praise God. You can be seated. There's something that's really bothered me of recent days and that there's too many sleeping saints on the pews. And they're being lulled to sleep by that rotten devil that we're talking about. I don't want to give him too much credit here today, but he's rocking a lot of people to sleep. They don't even know they're asleep. Come on, they don't even realize they're out of touch. Amen. Come on. Just because you got the Holy Ghost several years ago, if you did, or maybe even recently, or just because you come to church and pay your tithes and you look good when you come to church, and I love holding as much as any man, but I'm going to tell you, that's not what's going to help you go to heaven. The devil can rock you to sleep and put you in a death sleep. Amen. Where you are not even aware that you're falling asleep. That you're gonna you're gonna be lost. You'll be lost sitting on a Pentecostal pew. 
Come on now, somebody help me. I said, you can sit around church all your life and not get the goods, and you can still be lost sitting on a Pentecostal pew. I pray today that God shakes us up. Come on, Lord, wake us up. Shake us up. Amen. Oh, help us to wake up in the house of God. Come on, I don't know what you came to church to do today, but I like the little chorus. I don't know what you came to do, but I came to praise the Lord. I don't know what you're here to do today, but I hope you came to give God glory and praise and honor. Oh, praise God. I want to say it again. The devil can't win. Praise God. Amen. He, he cannot win. We are going to win. The first of all, the devil's already defeated. Amen. He was cast out trying to be uh, above his maker, the most high God. That's the biggest mistake he ever made in his existence was try to be higher than God, to make himself like God. He had a place of preeminence among the angels, but he let pride get into his being. Come on, folks. I'm just glad to get to be a part of the kingdom of God. I'm just get glad I've got a good fellowship of men that keep me going and keep me straight. I'm just glad that God brought me out of darkness and brought me into this marvelous light. Come on, folks. I'm just glad to be a part of the church of the living God. I want to preach to you today. You need to quit letting your pride get in your crawl. Amen. And keep you from the things of God. Come on. There's things God wants to do here today. But there's some people that are too proud to let God work in their lives. I'm telling you today, you better shuck your pride. That's what caused the devil to be cast out. Pride will cast you out of the kingdom of God. Amen. Come on. You need to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. You need to turn loose and let the mighty hand of God do a work in your life. Amen, amen, amen. Come on, we don't have to have a large crowd. We don't have to have a big church. I pastor a fairly small church, but I'm going to tell you, I keep them people going in the right direction. By the help and grace of God, I told them when we took the church almost 11 years ago now, I said, we're not going to be a dead church. Hello? I'm not going to try to pastor a bunch of dead people. <laughs> Praise God. It's hard, enough to, it's hard enough to pastor people when they got a good on fire, you know, got the Holy Ghost in their life. They're hard enough to pastor that way. I definitely don't want to pastor a dead church. It's not got any Holy Ghost in it. It don't have a move of God going on in the house of God. Oh, come on, church. I don't, there's nothing I love better than to be in the presence of an almighty God. Amen. To feel the presence of an almighty God. Oh, listen to Jesus. The devil can't win. You hear me? I want to drill it into you this morning. Amen. If you're getting discouraged, if you're depressed... I know there's people here with all kinds of problems and cares, but I'm here to tell you, the devil's lying to you. The devil's a liar and the father of lies. The devil's not going to win. You're going to win. I don't care. 
I don't care what you're going through. Amen. You'll serve God and get on fire with the Holy Ghost. Oh, praise God. Come on. Does anybody feel God here today? Oh, thank you, Jesus. He's always held power uh, uh, over some folks. Some folks have never been able to get the devil off their back. And of course, we're flesh, and the flesh is weak. But I'm serving a God that's got all power in heaven and in earth. I'm serving a God that can do anything, anywhere, at any time that you need him to. Praise God. Praise God. In Luke, the ninth chapter, verse number one. Amen. I want to I wanna flip over there and, and uh, read that to you. Luke, the ninth chapter, and verse number one. Uh, what it says there. Praise God. He said, then he called 12 disciples together, and he gave them power. And authority over all devils. Well, praise God. I kind of feel like we're disciples. Aren't we? Praise God. Praise God we better be. <laughs> Amen. He said, I gave my disciples. He said, I gave them power and authority over all devils. And to cure all diseases. And he sent them forth to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. God wants the church to have power. Not only did he give us power, but he gave us authority. Praise God. Come on. Amen. God give the church authority and he give us power. Amen. They could not deliver people or heal anybody in their own. But God said, but I will give you the power. I will give you the authority to do what needs to be done in the church, in the house of the Lord. Oh, come on, folks. We got so much going on in the world. We got so much going on in our churches. We're fighting demons and devils and things that, uh, you know, past generations didn't even think about those things. But we're facing them today. And you know what? We're not going to win if we don't get some power, if we don't get some authority, if we don't get some anointing of the Holy God of heaven upon our lives. Amen. Oh, God, give us some anointing in the house of God. Anoint every saint. Anoint every preacher. Anoint everybody. Amen. Let the Holy Ghost do a work in our lives. And Lord, use us any way that you can. Oh, praise God. Jesus gave them power. The devil is powerless against God's people. Praise God. Again, the devil cannot win. Satan's been given so much recognition by some people in some places. I'm amazed to find out, you know, in, in, in the last few years that they've actually got a devil church. They've actually got people that worship the devil. Praise God. They've got them in the state of Oklahoma where I'm at. Amen. There's a whole lot of it going on, you know, and I, I wonder. You know, they've just got to be totally, I, this is just Brother Daniels, but I feel like they must just be totally 
uh, you know, devil-possessed. They must be totally full of the devil in order to want to fall down and worship him like that. Praise God. Don't you know the devil just gloats when he sees these poor, poor people who don't know any better than to fall down and worship him when all he's going to do is take them to a devil's hell. Come on, he don't love them people. He don't care about them people. He's not going to save them people. He don't care if they go to hell. He's going there, and he's going to take them with him. Yet there's a church. Let there's a church, thank God. that has some power and authority. Come on, there's Jesus in the house today. Amen. And guess what? You can be saved. Amen. Come on. There's not enough devils in hell to keep you from coming to an old-fashioned altar and pouring out your heart before the Lord. Amen. The man that was demon-possessed, the very first thing he did when Jesus walked on the shore, he fell before him, and the Bible said he worshiped him. Come on now. Don't tell me that things are holding you back. All of hell, all of legion could not hold that man back. It couldn't keep him from worshiping God. Amen. The devils believe in one God and tremble. Amen. They knew who he was when he walked on the shore. They started begging for mercy. You know what? Because they knew he couldn't win. They knew they couldn't win. Their days were numbered. It was over. Praise God. I thought it was kind of unique that he cast them into a bunch of pigs. (laughs) Let them run off into the sea and drown. Oh, Jesus. The word says that's coming a day when people, when they get to the place, maybe of the judgment, and and they're going to find out who it was that tormented them all the time. They're going to find out the one that just tried to discourage them all the time. They're going to find out and they're going to look upon the one that caused so much trouble in their lives. And the words are going to come out, is that the man? You mean that's who kept that going in man? That's the one that caused me so much trouble? Come on, folks, why don't we just kick the devil out? Come on. Why don't we just get him out of our lives? Come on, we can get him out of our churches. We can get him out of our lives. We can get him out of our children. We can get him out of everything. Praise God. The Lord gave the church power and authority. Praise God. I'd like to tell you this morning, you have the power and the authority through the power of the Holy Ghost to cast the devil out. Oh, Jesus, help us today, Lord. (laughs) Praise God. They're going to look upon him. This is the one that caused me all the sickness and problems and trials. This is the one that was always an affliction, a thorn in my side, if you please. You mean this is the one, and that's because he's going to be so small and so insignificant in the presence of an almighty God. He's going to look so pitiful because he knew all the time he couldn't win. But he tried hard to make it happen. 
Oh, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Amen. The Lord's going to give the church victory. I believe that with all my heart. I really do. Are we struggling some? Yes, we are. Are there struggles? Are there battles? Are there trials? Are there temptations? Are there many things, sicknesses and afflictions and all of that stuff? Oh, yeah, it's all out there. But the Lord promised to give us victory. Amen. He promised to give us victory because the devil can't win. Amen. I said the devil can't win. In Ephesians 4, chapter verse 27, it simply says, give, neither give place to the devil. There's too many people that let him stay around too long. You give him a place. You've heard the old saying down through the years, you know, give an inch and take a mile. Devil boy, listen, you give him just a little inch or a little bit, and he'll, he'll go more than, than you would ever hope he could go, and he'll do it. Praise God. He will do it. Amen. There's so much going on, you know, and, and I know we live in a troubled, troubled world, but don't give him a place in your life. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come on now. Touch not the unclean thing. Resist the devil and he'll flee away from you. Amen, amen. Come on, folks. It's just, that's just it in a nutshell. Come on. You can't play with the devil. He's worse than a snake in the grass. He's worse than a demon. He's worse than anything you could ever encounter. You play with things like that and you're going to get hurt and you're going to get bit. And the poison that he's going to pump into you is going to be the disaster of your life if you let him stay around. Give him no place. Give him no place. Kick him out. Kick him out. Praise God. Shun! The very appearance of evil. Come on, folks. We're a holiness people. Amen. Oh, praise God. Be careful. Be careful because the devil's around every corner. Amen. It may look like there's some things that may not look so bad, you know. But watch out. Watch out. You better try the spirits. See whether they be of God. Amen. Oh, and there's men out there that are imposters. They're not true children of God. They're not true preachers of the gospel and of truth and holiness. Are you with me? Come on. They, they, they creep in. They try to come in. Oh, praise God. Probably every one of us preachers have got them all around us. False doctrine being preached. And telling people lies and telling them all kinds of things. I'm going to tell you, shun the very appearance of evil. Touch not that unclean thing. Don't go there. You'll get hurt. Don't go there. You'll get bit. And the poison of this world will be pumped into you. Brother Newlis talked about the purity. Lord, keep us pure. Oh, Jesus, wash me and cleanse me by the washing and regeneration of your word and of your spirit. 
Work on me, God. That's why I love meetings like this, because I need working on. You know, work on me, Jesus. Praise God. Let these preachers preach to me, preachers. Preach to me. Preach to all of us. Be strong, Ephesians 6 said. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Praise God. First of all, it's not your might. Praise God. It's not my power. It's not great strength. But the Lord said it's by my spirit. Saith the Lord. Praise God. You're going to do something for Jesus? Then you're going to have to have his spirit. Amen. And it's going to be his spirit that gives you the power. Amen. Put on the whole armor of God. Praise God. Why? So that you'll be able to stand. Brother Dan, sometimes I just feel like I've about done it. Well, the Bible said, what did it say there? When you've done all you can do to stand, then what do you do? You keep standing. The devil can't win. I'm going to tell you right now, you know what the devil hates more than anything in this world, more than it goes right along with his hate for the kingdom of God and for Jesus. The devil hates a saint or a preacher that had made up his mind he's going to live for God till he draws his last breath that's made up their mind, I'm going to live holy and separated from the world. I'm not going to touch anything that's unclean. I'm going to try to keep my life pure. I'm going to try to keep my mind and my eyes set on the open gate, the open door. Amen. I'm going to try to strengthen brethren and strengthen myself. Amen. The devil hates a child of God that can't be defeated. That has made up their mind, I'm going to live for the Lord. Come high water, hell, whatever. I'm going to live for the Lord. I'm going to trust him. Amen. He hates it when you just keep coming to church. He hates it when you back your pastor. He hates you when you just keep worshiping God. He hates you when you stay on fire. He hates you when you keep paying your tithes and giving offerings. Come on, he ain't somebody who separates himself from the world and the things of the world and keeps standing. He hates you. He hates you. But he can't win. He cannot win. He's not going to win. But you can stand against the wiles of the devil. Praise God. And the devil's going to try to tell you and he's going to try to convince you that you can't stand. God help us. God help us. I want to keep standing. I want to keep fighting the battle. Amen. I want to keep going. Praise God. We need some instruction. We need some preaching. We need the Lord to anoint men of God to preach truth, holiness, and right living. Praise God. Come on, folks. I'm not looking for a place. I'm not looking for something to make me compromise. Come on. I'm not looking for ways to get around the preaching and things that have been put in me for many years now. 
Praise God. Come on, way back when Elder Davis first, when we first got there and he first got there. Amen. He put stuff on us men that ain't, they ain't nobody going to take it out. There ain't nobody going to take it away. Praise God. Come on. You got to have a strong desire to live like the Lord wants you to live. Amen. And we need instruction. Instruction in the things of God. Amen. In 2 Timothy, the second chapter, I want to read something there. 2 Timothy, the second chapter. Amen. And we'll start reading at verse number 25. And this is what it says. In meekness, in meekness, instructing those that oppose themselves. I've often wondered, how do you explain that? People opposing themselves. People that cannot forgive themselves. People that when the doors open, they refuse. They refuse to walk through the door. I've told it and preached it in another sermon that I've preached before, but I, I, it was brought back to my mind as I listened to the preaching. It's already come forth. I told a little story about how I used to work for the city of Glen Rose, and, and one of my jobs was animal control. <laughs> and uh, I had the tedious job once in a while uh, of having to set traps and catch them things that I, I don't, I've never figured out why God put them on the face of the earth in, in black and white stripes things. Them stinky little boogers that, you know, they ain't hardly nothing you can do even when you get them trapped. But I, 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 the Lord really talked to me one time, believe it or not, while I was out messing with one of those kind of situations uh, because I had this thing in the trap. I had him in there, but I didn't want to, uh, you know, do what had to be done. I wanted him to come out of the trap. The devil's got a lot of people trapped. And that skunk, he had got so comfortable in that cage. He had done fought and tried to get out of it, and he couldn't. So finally he just made himself a bed back there in the very back of that cage. And so I slipped up and I opened up the cage door fixed it where it stay open and I thought boy when he sees that he'll come you know he'll come running out of that mm -mm. he actually got up a couple of times he walked right down to the door turned around and went back to his bed by that time I was getting a little disturbed I thought you rotten rascal come out of there so finally I I picked up rocks. I throwed rocks at it, and I'd done all kinds of things. Of course, I was keeping my distance. But you know what? That's a story of some people's lives. The devil has had them in the cage so long. They got comfortable in their situation. So comfortable that even when, uh, you know, the door was there and the door is open, but they wouldn't come out. They come right to the door, turn around, go right back to where they were. 
Come on, folks, I'm telling you something today. They felt like it was over. That, that skunk, he didn't realize he could be free. All he had to do was walk through the door. Of course, there was something waiting on him on the other side, but, but I, the thought was, how many people has the devil had control of for so long? He has convinced them that he's going to win. He's convinced them that their situation is hopeless. There's nothing you can do about the situation that you're in. So you might as well, they can walk right up and, and, and I've had them come into church. You can get them to the altar and they'll turn right around and go right back out into the sin. The door was open, but they refused to walk through the door. I've known some saints of God that they could have been free for some things. But they got right to the door and they could have walked through. But they turned around because they were comfortable, convinced, and lied to that they couldn't overcome their situation. They couldn't overcome the thing that they were facing. That there was no hope for them. Praise God. I faced that too. You know? But oh, praise God. I thank God for an open door. Amen. The devil wants the church to think, you know, you've about done everything you can do in this church. Amen. Come on, folks. The churches have just done about all they can do in this world. You're in this situation. You're gone this far, but that's as far as you're going. Oh, I'd like for him to hear us all today. Just tell him, you can't win. My God will win. My God's going to give us revival. My God's going to heal people. My God's going to save people. I'm going to walk through the door. Amen. I'm going to strengthen everything that's remaining. Amen. I'm going to try to live holy and pure and right in the sight of God. And with God's help, we're going to win. The devil's not going to win. He can't win. He can't win. Praise God. Oh, Lord, help us. We can receive and, and, and recover ourselves. Come on. There's such a thing as recovery. You get low. You get defeated. We all will at times. We stumble. According to what I can see, we can recover ourselves. We can recover ourselves from the snares of the devil. Oh, God, help us. We just got to acknowledge that he is truth. He is power. And he's living in me. The devil can't win. The devil knows he's defeated. He knows he can't win. He believes in one true God and trembles, James chapter 2, verse 19. He, he knows. He believes. He knows where he's at. He knows that he's powerless. Amen. But, oh, he knows also this church can be victorious. The church of the living God's going to win. 
I said, we're going to win. Amen. Come on, folks. Things are not going to destroy the church. I don't care what the world's doing out there. I don't care who the president is. I don't care how many bombs our enemies have got. I'm telling you today, God's going to take care of his church. The devil is not going to win. The world is not going to win. The Lord's church is going to win. So it doesn't matter what you're going through today. It don't matter how the devil has tried to destroy you. Hello? It doesn't matter if you've had low faith. Sometimes we have to do like somebody mentioned it. Like David when he lost and he couldn't turn to his friends. He couldn't turn to his army. He couldn't, he couldn't turn to his family. They'd taken them to hostage. And so the Bible said he just did one simple thing. He encouraged himself. He encouraged himself in the Lord. There may be time when you're just going to have to sit down. You're going to have to find you an altar and encourage yourself in your most holy faith. Amen. You're going to have to get victory again and pray through to those things that have been bothering you. Praise God. Don't let doubt and fear. I want my faith to override my fears and my doubts. I want my faith to override it. Amen. Keep me, Lord. In that place because I know the devil can't win. Praise God. And trusting in the Lord and you'll always win. He will always win. He will always give you the victory. In closing, I want to read a scripture that has always been inspiration preach from it and in closing I want to go to Micah chapter 7 and, and let this be to somebody maybe here today I've tried to preach to you that the devil can't win alright Micah 7 and 8 let's read 7 too therefore I will look unto the Lord I will wait for the God of my salvation. For my God will hear me. Come on, folks, you hearing me? Our God will hear us. I will, therefore, look unto God. Amen. And I love verse 8. Rejoice not against me. Oh, come on, somebody needs to step up and step out. Tell the devil. Rejoice not against me, O mine enemy. For when I fall, I shall arise. Amen. You with me? I shall arise. And when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. Come on, devil, you can't win. I may fall, but when I fall, I shall arise. I will get up. 
When I sit in darkness, he'll be a light unto me in my darkest hour. Praise God. Come on. The devil cannot win. Amen. He is a defeated foe. Come on. Can we worship the Lord this morning? Amen, 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 amen. I feel like maybe it would be all right if we've got time. We ought to open this altar. Everybody up on their feet this, this morning. Come on. Let's give the Lord some praise right now. There may be some people that you just need a real touch from God. You need a touch of the Holy Ghost. You need to let the devil know that he can't win in your life. Amen. But God is going to give you some victory here today. Amen. I said God is going to give you some victory. There's some men of God here today that will pray for you, and, and God will give you the victory. Look the devil in the face and say, I may fall, but I shall arise. Don't rejoice over me. I'm not done. Amen. My God's not done, and he's not through. Amen, 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 amen. Come on, some of you brethren, just some of these folks that are down here, pray for them. You need prayer, step out. Some of you ladies needing prayer. Come on, I, I want to be an overcomer. I don't want to be a quitter. Amen. I said I don't want to be a quitter. Praise God. I get disgusted with the work of the devil. I really am. Amen. But I'm going to keep my eyes off the mud, Brother McFall. I'm going to keep it out of the mud hole, and I'm going to look at that open gate. Amen. I'm going to live my life and stay pure. Praise God. I want to stay right in the sight of God. Amen. Amen. Come on. Anybody wants prayer, get up the front of these altars. Come up to the front of the altar here. If you'd like to be prayed for, oh, praise God. The devil cannot win. I said the devil cannot win. Come on, you brethren, come. You brethren, come on. You need prayer, come on. Brethren, come, let's pray. Let's pray. Lord, in Jesus' name. Well, praise God. Praise God. The devil's a liar. I said the devil's a liar. We shall overcome. I said we shall overcome. 